Your news programme, every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now then, three Nobel laureates are scheduled to leave for North Korea tomorrow as part of a programme called Bridges, the Dialogues Towards a Culture of Peace. This is being led by the International Peace Foundation. And we can now introduce one of those three Nobel laureates on the line, Dr Richard Roberts. Thank you for speaking to us before you head into North Korea, where not so many have trod before you. Um, that's correct. Uh, and, I mean, you are obviously Chief Scientific Officer at New England Biolabs. You won your Nobel Prize back in 1993 in the physiology medicine category. H how do you sort of feel about the idea that the world's going to be referring to you as um, one of these groundbreaking scientists who enter North Korea? Um, well, I'm not, sh I'm not sure they will call it groundbreaking, um, but... Whether it is or not, I don't know. I, I will not be the first Nobel laureate to go to North Korea. Um, I know of Peter Agre has been twice before, I think, and I suspect others have too. I think it's the timing that makes it seem groundbreaking or the reason why it's getting so much attention right now. We're, we're sort of on the verge of a fifth North Korean nuclear test, allegedly. Yeah, uh, and right. I mean, doesn't that make you a little bit uh, conscious of, of the significance of the trip? Well, I think, you know, one has to have been conscious of the danger that North Korea poses for some time. I, I don't think these tests, at least not in my view, make it seem um, any more dangerous than it ever was. What will you do while you're there? I understand there's a tour of... Pyongyang's most prestigious universities uh, in the offing. Right. Well, we're going to go and visit three universities while we're there and also give lectures at those universities and then have meetings with the students and probably also some meetings with the faculty. I mean, I, I have a fairly detailed schedule that they gave me ahead of time, um, but just how well they stick to that, I don't know. How advanced will your presentations be? Will you have to take into consideration different levels of learning and education in North Korea, or, or are you expecting them to be pretty up to speed? Um, I'm not expecting too much, to be honest. Uh, but I will give the sort of presentation that I normally give um, to, I wouldn't say a lay audience, but a lay scientific audience. So... Um, I'm expecting there to be a mix of scientists with different backgrounds there, and so I will give a lecture that is geared towards that. And just very briefly, uh, we don't have time to hear the whole thing now, can you summarise in a sentence or two the, the broad subjects you'll be covering? Well, I will be giving one talk um, entitled Why You Should Love Bacteria, um, which is basically almost a natural history lecture, um, looking at the bacteria that inhabit this world that we live on, talking a little bit about their importance um, to the environment, and also talking a good deal about how important they are for our personal lives. Um, you know, if we kill all the bacteria that live with us, we die. We can't live without them. 
And I think this is something that people are, are starting to realize um, on, in the scientific community, but not, it, that fact is not so well known in the general public. I think uh, we could do with that lecture down here in South Korea, the way they hand out antibiotics here, to be perfectly honest. I know, it's terrible. Just, just terrible. In our native... Um, I think we do not take the proper care of our bacteria. I was going to say, in our native UK, they're, they're far more stingy because uh, these things don't come cheap um, yes, compared with yes. paying customers in other parts of the world. Um, but mm -hmm. can you... Talk to us a little bit about the concerns that have been raised about your trip. Uh, and I know that you are viewing this, legitimately so, as a, as a science mission, but South Korea has openly come out at government level and, and said that you will be exploited for political purposes. And, you know, Dennis Rodman had the same accusation thrown at him. I don't know if you want to join that Dennis Rodman club, but... Uh, uh -huh. But what would you say no, to Seoul? <laughs> but what would you um, say to Seoul? I mean, I really, to be perfectly honest, I don't know what is going to happen. Um, we are not scheduled to meet any politicians, and um, I'm, I'm rather hoping that we won't. Um, as far as I'm concerned, this will all be about science, and it will be about letting the, the people that we meet in North Korea have some idea of what is going on in the West, in, in, in the scientific front, and probably more generally socially. What about this idea, though, that North Korea will be able to take lots of photos with you, even if it's not government officials you recognise, and then stick it up on state media and say, look, here are some of the most prominent scientists from the West in our country. That will offer a certain level of endorsement, won't it, to the regime? Um, I don't think so. Um, they might view it that way, but I don't think most people will take it that way. For instance, when President Clinton went over in order to um, rescue someone who'd been taken prisoner, um, I don't think people saw that as somehow endorsing the regime. I mean, for, for you personally, it seems like this is the perfect time to get the message across in a country that's still developing uh, as far as dealing with bacteria concerned. Do, mm -hmm. do you think they'll, they'll take that seriously as a, as a policy initiative? Oh, I think the outcome is very difficult to know. Um, for one thing, I don't have a very clear idea of the resources that are available to people in North Korea, to the scientists there. And not, it's not only bacteria. The bacteria are important, and there are certainly things that they can do. My guess is that they don't have widespread um, and flagrant use of antibiotics in ways that we do in the West. So um, that, I think, will be a message that will go down fairly well. But another issue I intend to talk about while I'm there um, is the issue of GMOs. Uh, because if ever a country needed um, GMOs, it's North Korea, if they're ever going to feed their population. There is a bacterium that does cause major concern in North Korea, and uh, I, I know that there are uh, members of the medical community here in South Korea who, who are concerned about this, and that is tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, so not all bacteria are good, obviously. Are you going to no, touch on no. that at all? Well, one of the things you have to remember is that for the last hundred years, our focus among the microbiologists has been on the pathogens. So ever since the time when the very first pathogens were discovered, um, we've had so much focus on pathogens that most people tend to think of all bacteria as being pathogenic 
Whereas, in fact, almost all of the bacteria that live with us are anything but. They're beneficial for us, and they, in fact, stop the pathogens from growing. Well, um, another thing that I'd like to touch on with you is whether you think you're going to be able to have a personal one-to-one chat or a small group chat with any of the university students while you're there. Um, I think that's very difficult to know. Of course, if there are students who speak good English, maybe there would be a possibility. But I'm told that most of them do not speak English, and so there would be a translator, um, you know, which would, I think, inhibit any, um, shall we say, more personal conversations that might go on. But I, I think you never know. You know, during the Cold War, I went to Russia a number of times, And there, again, it was very difficult to have personal one-on-one conversations with people at the time. But every so often you would come across someone who was prepared to do that, who knew how to take you aside and find an area where you were not being eavesdropped. And it was possible at that time to have personal conversations. Mm. Whether or not that will be possible in North Korea, I have no idea. But do you have a a kind of mantra going through your mind to stay on the tracks here because we've seen what happens when tourists go off course whether it be leaving a bible in a hotel room or or doing something that uh, they've been told not to do. do do you feel that you've got to keep reminding yourself that you're going to be in north korea um you know i will be reasonably circumspect about things i say and things i do Uh, But on the other hand, if someone asks me a direct question, I tend usually to give a direct answer. Well, Dr. Roberts, we wish you luck. We'd love to catch up with you afterwards. I know you're going to be speaking to reporters in Beijing after your trip, but uh, it would be great if we have the opportunity to catch up with you again and and get a few answers to some of these queries that I've made of you uh, speculatively. I'd be happy to do it. Well, we'd love to welcome you on the line. Uh, Again, Dr. Roberts, for now, good luck. Okay, thanks very much. Dr. Richard Roberts there from New England Biolabs, Nobel Prize winner back in 1993. And I'm sure that will remain to be one of his prominent claims to fame, but uh, he will be necessarily encircled with media attention in the coming days. And if you want to get in touch with any future questions when we catch up with Dr. Roberts, hopefully on his uh, return, or at least his uh, return from North Korea to where he's heading next, you can email us questions in advance to efmthismorning at gmail.com.